Hello, I'm John Shelton, publisher of the Journal of Clinical Psychiatry and the primary care companion for CNS Disorders. Welcome to the Cyclopedia Activity, Strategies for Increasing Treatment Adherence in Bipolar Disorder, by Dr. Michael E. Thais, who is from the University of Pennsylvania School of Medicine, the Philadelphia Veterans Affairs Medical Center, and the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. This activity is part of the CME series, Bipolar Disorder, Lessons for Rural Physicians, Adjunctive Interventions for Maintaining Remission, which was supported by an educational grant from Pfizer. Bipolar disorder cannot be cured, but medication can manage the illness. However, more than 50% of patients with bipolar disorder are non-adherent to treatment. Discontinuing medication, especially abruptly, increases the risk of relapse and decreases the time in remission, making treatment adherence a pivotal goal in bipolar disorder management. Therefore, physicians need to know factors that can help contribute to and predict non-adherence. Some predictors of non-adherence are patient-related, such as young age, male gender, and single status. Adherence is also affected by patients' attitudes toward bipolar disorder, like not believing bipolar disorder is a chronic illness or not accepting the diagnosis, as well as their beliefs regarding medication, such as the fear of becoming dependent or of negative side effects. Access to comorbidities, particularly personality disorders and substance use disorders, are also strongly associated with noncompliance in bipolar disorder. An illness-related predictor of non-adherence is having a history of manic episodes, possibly because patients with more manic features may have poor insight into their illness. Other illness-related predictors include an early onset of illness, a recent diagnosis, fewer episodes, and being in the first year of lithium treatment. Lastly, medication-related factors that may prompt non-adherence are intolerable adverse effects, particularly weight gain and drowsiness, the perception that too many medications were prescribed, and concerns about taking drugs long-term. Multiple agents or a complicated regimen can contribute to forgetting to take pills, while lack of access to medications, including cost and transportation problems, can also affect the patient's ability to adhere to treatment. So what can physicians do to help their patients stay on track with their treatment? Most clinicians assess medication adherence through self-report and physician rating but both patients and physicians tend to underestimate non-adherence. Fortunately, several strategies can help physicians more accurately estimate and then improve adherence among their patients. First, establish a strong therapeutic alliance with the patient. An integral part of that relationship should be effective communication. Convey the severity and chronicity of bipolar disorder and the importance of treatment adherence in attaining and maintaining remission. Emphasize that an abrupt discontinuation of medication will hasten a depressive or manic relapse. And understand patients' concerns about treatment. 
Evidence shows that most patients stop taking their medication because they're bothered by the chronicity of the illness or by a substance controlling their mood. To monitor adherence, ask patients about it at each visit. Do this in a non-judgmental way, perhaps by noting how hard it is to take medications regularly and then asking if they've ever missed a dose. If there have been periods of non-adherence, ask what prompted them, what the patients were hoping for, and what changes they noticed during or after stopping treatment. Use this as an opportunity to teach patients about the importance of long-term treatment. Adherence can also be monitored through using patient questionnaires, discussion with family members, pill counts, electronic medication monitors, and prescription refill records. For certain medications, blood level monitoring is possible. When patients have been stable for at least six months, try to simplify their regimens by tapering and then stopping any medications that can be discontinued. One option may be to initiate psychosocial interventions such as family-focused therapy, interpersonal and social rhythm therapy, or cognitive behavioral therapy in place of medication, thus reducing the risk of adverse effects or a treatment-emergent affective switch. Patients often prefer psychotherapy over taking another medication. And psychosocial interventions and group psychoeducation for patients and their caregivers have also been shown to improve outcomes. Psychoeducation may reduce the burden placed on caregivers and improve their attitude toward medication, making them part of the therapeutic alliance. Next, monitor for and proactively address adverse effects that can affect adherence, including acne, hair loss, upset stomach, tremor, sedation, sexual dysfunction, and weight gain. Finally, treat all comorbid disorders, including substance use and inter-episode symptoms such as sleep disturbances that can adversely affect neurocognitive and psychosocial functioning and therefore affect adherence. In summary, the main treatment for bipolar disorder is pharmacotherapy, but non-adherence is common. Factors contributing to non-adherence vary and may be patient, medication, or illness-related. However, forming a strong alliance with patients can help physicians monitor for adherence problems and implement interventions as necessary. Provide education to improve patients' attitudes towards their illness and their medications. And simplifying patients' medication regimens, monitoring for and proactively treating adverse side effects, and treating comorbidities can help patients maintain treatment adherence and achieve optimal outcomes. Thank you for listening to this presentation. To earn CME credit and to see other CME activities, go to cmeinstitute.com slash cyclopedia. To listen to additional podcasts, go to psychiatrist.com slash podcast.